0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Uh, welcome to episode 16 of A Voice from the Ever Change. <clears throat> Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining me on this uh, Saturday, uh, Saturday evening here. I guess it's Saturday morning on the East Coast of the United States. Saturday afternoon in Europe. Uh, welcome to this uh, this edition, the Saturday edition. It is. Uh, A holiday weekend uh, in many places of the world, so happy Easter, happy Passover, whatever it is that you're celebrating, Uh, and we're gonna have New Year's here in Thailand uh, next week. So that's all very exciting stuff. We try to make it as festive and as happy as we can uh, in light of the circumstances. Of course, uh, if you've seen any of my episodes, you know that I encourage Social distancing. Stay three meters apart. Because then, if you shoot for three meters, then when two meters happen, uh, you feel like you're actually intimate. <laughs> you know what I mean. So, uh, so do be careful even over the holiday. Uh, we want to flatten the curve. We want to uh, end this drama so we can actually um, go back to. We'll go back outside enjoy uh, people's company, and, and live concerts, and live meditation sessions, and things like that. So that's, uh, that's that. That's all I wanted to say about that. So um, for this episode of A Voice from the Ever Change, I will uh, do a slightly different meditation. I'll start with the experience of sound. And I'll do that by ringing the bell a few times, uh, allowing one's awareness to rest on the sound of the bell. So rather than starting with the breath and the body, we'll start outside of the body with the field of sound. Then we'll get established in the present moment with the sounds, we'll come back through the body and through the breath. With that. Now that, that type of guided meditation is very, very good if you're holding a lot of anxiety in the body, a lot of stress, a lot of tension. Uh, Because we start outside the body, we're not confronted with that anxiety, with that tension right away. We can get into the present moment uh, without that confrontation of the body. If if we're holding a lot of anxiety or stress in the body, it can be rather challenging uh, to start with the breath and through the body and then to the aural field. So, again, starting with the aural field and coming in is a little uh, easier if we're carrying any trauma, stress, or anxiety, so forth. So we'll do it that way tonight, then we'll rest in the silence that we cultivate there at the end of the meditation, uh, and then I offer a poem and a commentary. Now the idea is to allow the poem to be really an extension of the guided meditation, allowing the poem and the commentary uh, to bring the meditation practice to a deeper place, allowing the words of the poetry and the commentary to simply guide your awareness wherever it may want to go. So that's the idea there, and I hope you all enjoy. I think that's all I need to say. By the way, if anybody would like uh, further instructions on your basic uh, mindfulness meditation practice, uh, there is a page on my website, www.suchsweetthunder.org. Uh, the page is called Mindfulness Made Easy or Mindfulness Made Simple. I, I don't remember which, but it's something like that. It'll be easy to find. Uh, it's one of the first pages down. Uh, and there are three 15-minute-long segments that I did on Facebook Live uh, many months ago uh, that outline the basic meditation instructions in detail. And in that, those uh, clips, I also give some some really helpful ben- uh, helpful techniques, uh, how to stay awake if you're falling asleep during meditation, how to keep the mind from uh, straying too much, how to stay present and focused like that. So uh, worth checking out. And they're all for free. I'm not trying to sell those or anything. Uh, so uh, at your leisure, uh, mindfulness made simple, I think it is, or easy, at uh, www.suchsweetthunder.org. Okay, thanks again for joining me. Uh, If you're new to this program, thanks, welcome. And uh, if you're returning, uh, thanks for coming back, enjoy. So allowing the body, mind and heart to rest. Just coming into this present moment experience. Noticing the breath entering and leaving the nose. You might notice a dry or a cool sensation in the nostrils or perhaps noticing the temperature slightly different in one nostril over the other. Perhaps breathing in more air through one nostril over the other. Oh. And so just resting there with the breath for a moment, allowing body, mind, and heart to settle. Now I'll ring the bell Rest your attention and awareness on the sound of the bell. Allow the decay of the bell to guide your mind into silent space. and expanding out from the silence through the sense of hearing. Just noticing any sounds which might be available and the sense of silence. Now ring the bell again. Allow the sound of the bell to guide your thinking mind into silence. And in that silent space, noticing how the sounds seem to arise out of that backdrop of silence. You don't need to focus on any sound or the silent space, but just rest. Noticing all of the sounds and the silence, all at the same time. The soundtrack of the present moment, if you will. Now ring the sound of the bell one more time. Allow the sound of the bell to guide your thinking mind into silent space. allowing the mind to rest in that silence, then expanding out through the silent space of the present moment, noticing any sounds which might be available. And again, not focusing on any one sound in particular, but noticing the entire field of sound and silence. You might notice how listening to the present moment requires no effort, just rest. And allow the sounds to arise and pass through the field of silent awareness. now resting in the sound and silence you might also notice sensations of clothing resting against the shoulders noticing the arms resting against the body the hands resting against the body or touching each other There might be sensations of clothing against the back, the weight of the body against the chair or cushion, mat or floor. There might be sensations of clothing against the legs, the feet against the mat or the floor. There might also be sensations arising from the back of the neck and the sides of the neck. Perhaps sensations arising from the back of the head, the ears, and allowing awareness to move into the cheeks of the face, noticing any sensation arising from the face including the lips, the nose, the eyes. Awareness expanding through the forehead. And bringing attention to the top of the head. Resting attention and awareness at the very crown of the head. And so we'll rest right there for a few moments, maintaining open, spacious awareness on the silence and sound, sensations arising throughout the body, and just rest. And if thoughts arise, you can just label those thoughts with the word thinking which will allow the thoughts to dissolve. And you can gently return back to the present moment experience. And now while resting with the sounds and silence, sensations arising throughout the body, bringing attention to the breath as it enters the nose and leaves the nose. The breath touching the back of the throat. You might also notice the rib cage expanding and contracting with each breath. The rising and falling of the abdomen as you inhale and exhale. You might also notice the back moving out as you breathe in and in as you breathe out. Noticing the shoulders rising and falling with each breath. And so we'll rest right there just for a few moments. Resting with the sounds and silence, sensations of body and breath. And just rest. Breathing in and breathing out. The poem. The caterpillar knows not of its future as a butterfly. The sprout not a thought of becoming a daffodil. The joy in your heart doesn't contemplate upcoming laughter, nor the sadness tears. resting in the creative space of not knowing everything becomes possible riding the wave of transition opens one up to pure potential rest in the transition it is okay not to know rest in the transition rest in the in-between. The Commentary. How frequently do we relinquish the calm state of now for the anticipation of a future we imagine we know? we often find it difficult to proceed with a task unless we have a clearly defined goal to strive for. The end, the goalpost, the finish line, the gold medal becomes of primary importance while the actual doing, creating, running, or the task at hand becomes secondary. As a result, we sacrifice all of the power and energy inherent in the present moment. We miss the present moment for the illusion of an imagined future. The ironic twist to this plight is that favorable outcomes rarely emerge from such endeavors. What happens between the beginning of the journey and the end of the journey is the adventure itself. Why push and pursue? Why strive and chaff? Why all the exertion and effort? Do we start a meal just to finish eating and to get on with the defecation? Do we sleep just so we can wake? Does the dancer dance simply to finish the dance and go home? Does the pianist play the song to finish the song? How pointless indeed. Imagine living life with the same joy as a dancer enjoys the dance. Visualize each moment as a note in the composition of life which you are now performing. How does that change things? Are you creating with your life an effortless masterpiece of joy? The sprout could have not imagined the daffodil was somehow able to imagine, equipped with the same imagination skills of most humans, it probably would have imagined something much more resembling its original incarnation of the sprout. If the caterpillar imagined its future and was limited to the imagination skills of most humans, it would most likely imagine something resembling another caterpillar. And that is precisely the point when we imagine a particular outcome of any endeavor we necessarily sell ourselves short we can only imagine things previously known at least in part we may succeed in rearranging the known in a different format under the guise of a new creation but closer investigation always reveals that it is the same old, same old. We have then succeeded only in locking ourselves into recreating a future woven from the outworn security blankets of our past. The worst thing that can happen there is we actually succeed in achieving this goal. We may then think we have arrived at something new when we have just landed in the same place we have always been. Let go of the past. Let go of any dreams. Let go of any thinking. Let go of any creating and just be in the present moment with the task at hand. From that moment, allow the outcome to simply unfold. Just allow. If it is meditation, just meditate. Just feel the breath. Just be in the body. Just hear the sounds and silence. There's no striving, no future, no past, and no present. Just meditate. If you are cooking, just cook. No taste, no eating, no one to eat, and no one to feed. Just cook. If you are dancing, just dance. In this way, we embark on a journey in every step, the destination of which is entirely unknown, fresh, creative, unexpected, and wonderfully sublime. When a meditation practice the mind will be tempted by all sorts of future goals <laughs> dreams of nirvana striving for altered states blissful bodies bodily sensations all of this is like a mirage to the thirst crazed desert wanderer don't even go there meditation is a return to our own nature a return to our own heart allow the meditation practice to be an expression of the wise buddha which already resides in your own heart each breath an expression of the christ within each moment in the meditation position a moment with allah each insight an arising of the goddess divine In the area between this and that, divinity resides. In the in-between of light and dark resides all of the magic. In the unspoken middle between being and non-being lies the silent space of creativity. In the gap between right and wrong lies the beauty inherent in the universe. This is so because all of the poles of experience are simply labels. Beyond the labels, there is the unspeakable, undescribable, unnameable ground of existence. As Rumi once said, out beyond the ideas of right and wrong, there is a field. Let us meet there. Rumi implores us not to fall under the spell of the labeling map-making mind. Do not fall into the trap of, it is this, or it is that. Reality is beyond this and beyond that. Reality is beyond anything that can be spoken, written, thought about, or expressed. Rest now. Truly, deeply, thoroughly rest. Allow the mind to rest, just rest. In this type of resting, there is nothing to accomplish. There is nowhere to be, and there is nothing to know. The thinking mind is not the resting mind. Let the thoughts go and rest. Once you are at rest in a clear, tacit knowing of not knowing, you will see. There is no past here, nor is there any future, and thus, there is no present, there is just resting. This is the eye of the divine, both completely sacred and utterly mundane. Rest in the in-between. Rest in the ever-change. Rest in the not-knowing. Just rest. Only rest. Just rest. So I hope that was of benefit, if not beneficial, at least entertaining to some. So uh, as keeping with the format, if you've joined me before, you know, I generally like to just say a few uh, words, I'm just kind of improvising now. Uh, so. We are in this place, most of the world now, where we, where we are somewhat living a solitary life, right? We're confined to our quarters, uh, not going through the business of our everyday. And most of us will spend quite a bit of time in this situation, maybe a month, maybe longer. And now, given that this is the world climate, I see sometimes online, oh, this might be the awakening of a new earth, or this might be the new budding of a consciousness, or this might be the apocalypse on the other side of the spectrum. This could be the end of everything. This could be the end of capitalism, whatever it is. But really what this poem, what this commentary is pointing at, is to let all of that go, know what any of that will be. And all of those are potentials. But true evolution happens by surprise. True growth happens from the unexpected. And so really, Enter the moment with this curiosity, with this not-knowing mind. And allowing the creative spark of the universe to dictate what the next few months will look like, what the next few years will look like, what the next minute will look like. We have no control over that, really. That's a tough one for many people. We only have control over how we respond to what situation brings us, what is brought to us in the present moment. We don't have any control over what comes. So when we try to force that, when we try to shape it, into what we think should be. There's a struggling. There's a, a tension that arises there that leads to suffering. We don't know how this is going to play out and how wonderful that we don't. How, how, what a, a, an amazing opportunity it is to live in the space of not knowing. That's the creative spark of the universe right there. Anything can happen. And just to be present in that not knowing, to ride the wave of that not knowing, that's the juice, the creative juice of the universe. Now, of course, thoughts come up that, oh, it should do this, or I hope things go this way, or it should go that. That's all our own desires. That's all our own projections. Then we're clinging to a particular outcome. That's natural. And so we can just let that go, let that tension go. Come back and rest. Rest in that ever change, rest on that the crest of that wave. We don't know, that don't know mind. Anything can happen. And it's quite beautiful. I know when I go on meditation retreats, and some of you watching this have been on meditation retreats that I've facilitated. You know I talk about this sometimes, how when we exit a retreat, we have the opportunity to plug back in to our life, to life that we knew before the retreat. It's going to be very similar for many people coming out of this quarantine or coming out of the lockdown measures, going back to work, uh, going back to visiting friends at the coffee house. You're gonna notice that your mind is going to want to plug back into the same patterns. And you'll be able to see it because you'll have stepped out of those patterns for so long. And so you'll, you'll begin to enter back into those patterns. But now, because you see yourself doing it, you have a choice. You see yourself, perhaps, uh, you have to take the train into the city to get to work and you're waiting at the train station and that train has always been late. Somehow you thought maybe after the lockdown measures, the trains would be running on time, but they're not. So you're waiting at the platform and every time you've had to wait for this late train, you've gotten a little bit tense, a little bit angry about the train being late, how you're gonna be late for work. After the quarantine, you go back to that platform. Is just an example. You go back to that platform, you're waiting for the train The train is late again. You feel that anxiety, you feel the anger, now you recognize it. You have a choice. I can get angry just like I always did, or I can just rest in this present moment experience. The train is late. My anger has nothing to do with the train coming earlier or later. Right? So that's just a a very quick, simple example of how. Many people, when we come back into society, when we're plugging back into the life that we had before the lockdown measures, we're going to have a choice on how we want to proceed. Do we want to be the same person we were two months ago? Or do we want to create a fresh, new, creative way of life where we can make different choices, we can take a different route to work, we can eat a different person in the coffee place than we usually do, or we can go to a different coffee place than we used to. All of these options will now become very pronounced and obvious when they weren't before because we were just going through the day-to-day routine, our day-to-day habits, all of those habits have fallen away. So in that way, this can be an incredible opportunity And so that's one of the pointers that this poem and this commentary was, was trying to bring out, to rest in that not knowing. You'll be right on the, the crest of that wave of not knowing. Then you can create many more options. It's not this and it's not that. As Aristotle spoke of the unspoken middle. It's the unspoken middle. We can rest there now. In that unspoken middle, it's a multitude of choices. Doesn't have to be this or that. It's an unspoken amount of choices. So I think that's all I want to say this evening, or this morning, or this afternoon, wherever it is that you're tuning in. Thank you for joining me. Um, If you'd like uh, further uh, meditation instructions and guided meditations, I think there's about a hundred guided meditations now on my website. They're all for free, by the way. So at your leisure, www.suchsweetthunder.org. If you wanna take the meditation practice a little deeper. I am always available for questions. If you have any questions about meditation at all, don't hesitate to message me. I'm happy to get those. And in fact, I will be doing a Q&A session tomorrow at this same time, addressing some of the questions uh, that have been sent over. Also, if anybody would like a PDF copy of the new book, A Voice from the EverChange, which I'm reading from, that's where the poem and commentary came from this evening, uh, let me know. Message me. Say, I'd love a copy of the book. I'd like to read along with you. Happy to send those out. Uh, no charge at all. I'm just happy to do it. I uh, hope you enjoy it. Um, again, Happy Easter, Happy Passover, wherever you are, however you're choosing to spend this weekend. Uh, please, please, please keep in mind social distancing. So important right now. Sanitize, sanitize, sanitize social distancing, or stay at home even better, and uh, be well. Thank you.